welcome back to another episode of Pop the Pace. Um, obviously, yeah, thank you so much Hello. for coming on. No worries. Um, yeah, let's get into it. So, um, yeah, just give people a bit of a introduction to you because I know we know each other from yeah from, from uni from uni primary teaching much of them yes um and you've obviously we caught up the other day actually I saw you at Highfields yes and um you tell me how you've like you're working another childhood now like full-time so yeah yeah, so, yeah. Been going on? just yeah working full-time um teaching so I've yeah. got I'm just doing like the preschool room at my centre, so I'm sort of doing like the school readiness program, yeah. so the time to do all that. Got a few um, special needs kids in the class, so I'm like learning how to adapt school yeah. readiness programs to special needs kids and how to like, so mm. they're all like, it's all equal. Yeah. So, they so like they're not kind of like, they can't fall behind, I guess? Or? Yeah, just yeah. so it's like, it's so it's easy, like they can understand it and it's in their own personal way rather than them going like looking at it and going, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. They're sort of just like, okay, cool, I can understand this a bit more. Yeah. And just adapting. Yeah. Because I guess a lot of kids, well, I, mean, I guess in the special needs um, area, they can get lost behind or left behind. In, yeah. In well, the any, kid, system. Yeah. any kid can. Yeah. Everyone's different. Like, yeah. We learn at new. There's yeah. so many different teaching ways and getting like how the kids learn. So yeah. it's always, you're always going to adapt as a teacher. You have to like, because I'm actually interested in this, personally because I'm obviously doing app teaching as well but like mm. how does it how is it adapting to like speaking to kids at that age as well because like their vocabulary obviously isn't at a good level or no. at an amazing level but how is like the communication I guess because like that's a, that's a challenge they yeah. understand everything really? like you can just have a proper conversation with them they'll be stuttering they'll be mumbling yeah. they'll say words wrong but they understand what you're like saying and like it's I don't know it's just like a common thing like you just know yeah like it's just instinct that you know like with kids like you can just have a conversation and then you know what they're talking about yeah right it's just i don't know it's weird how it works yeah right fair enough well um yeah and i guess you you mentioned to me that you want to talk about like how learning to find yourself and 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 friendship groups i guess in in your 20s so how is that been I, i know it's been like Bit of an up and down. Oh, like, it's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, definitely roller coaster. I, um, yeah, and I, I definitely admire your like persistence through everything. But like, how is that being? I guess learning to find yourself with your career and with like friendships and that. What's yeah, I think I think it took me a while to really know what I needed to be surrounded by, like people wise. Yeah. Um, like in high school, I had friends, and I thought I was their friend, but I was just at, like a room filler pretty much with yeah. them like I was never like in the crowd I was just someone there um <laughs> and then as I like got older started going out more met like different crowds of people I was hanging out with people that I thought were my friends but they just like it, t- it took me probably about two years to realize that they were very toxic mm. and the way that they spoke to me the way that they Oh, like I was always like the last resort. I was never the first choice. Yeah, so like yeah. it'd be like a night out and they'd be like, oh, no one's free. Let's just call Sienna. And it was just like always like that. It was never like, oh, I oh, want to go yeah. out. Let's call Sienna. It's like, oh, no one else can go out. Let's just call her. Fuck. Like it was just kind of like I was just like the last person if all else failed. Yes. And I think that took a massive beating on me personally. Like mm. I just, I think I always was trying to be, someone that I wasn't like I was always yeah. fighting to fit in yeah but like I, I never really needed to yeah I'm a pretty loud obnoxious person <laughs> you're an extrovert oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm 
One of the biggest extroverts ever. Yeah. Well, fuck, like, I even had a bit of that in high school. Yeah. Where it was like, there was a group within the group. Yes. And so it was yes. like some bullshit like that where it didn't have to be, um, didn't have to be drama, didn't have to be issues like that, but then it's just people who are, I guess, egos yeah. involved. Like, did you, in the moment, were you like telling yourself, oh, no, it's just this, were you kind of like gaslighting yourself? I was just kind moment? of like, oh, like my mum, my mum always picked it up before I, like, mm. I, it'd be like three years before I, yeah. she's like, told you, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But like. <laughs> I would never see it because I'm yeah. like, oh, they're my friends. Friends don't do that to friends. Mm. But as I've gotten older, I was always a single friend in my group. I've never, like, I've had relationships, but I've never been one to hold them down. It's just not it's how funny. I am. Yeah. And I was always the single friend. And it's taken me three years to realise that some people that I did hang out with only hung out with me because they felt bad because I was single. Oh, like, I had know. people in high school and they always invite me to parties and I'm like, okay, and, like, people... Like, I've had friends, like, we'll go on a night out and there's, yeah. like, a cute guy and I'm like, oh, hey, and they're like, you don't, you know, you don't have to pick up a guy every time you go out. I'm like, I don't, but, like, it's like they just, like, they're sh- shunning me because I'm single. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't really, like, help it. Like, I'm yeah. not, like, I'm not looking for something at the moment, but it's just yeah, kind just, of like, I'm just, like, I've got so much shit on my plate. It's like, I haven't got enough time yeah. to waste and I don't want to waste my time. Especially being shit. so young as well. Exactly. It's like, crucial years, right? Like, like, we're 23. Like, this is the time to yeah. follow your heart. Like, I don't want to mm. be tied down when I could be moving across the world and yeah. changing education paths for ki- other kids in other countries. Like, I could yeah. do so much shit and I'm not going to be tied down. Exactly. Like, that's, I've always been, like, I've always said that from when I was, I think I was six years old. Mm. But I've always been, like, my career and my happiness is before anyone else or anything else. Like, I've yeah. always been, like, I need my job. I need to find my stability before yeah. I bring someone else into it. I can't just have someone and expect everything to be perfect. And that's one yeah. thing that I've, it's taken me a while to understand and realise that, like, my happiness shouldn't rely on someone else. It should rely on me picking yeah. my own ass up. It's all about, oh, man, it's all about the individual. Yeah. Like, if, because I reckon if you were constantly looking for someone to, to kind of fix yeah. or to kind of just like, just oh, yeah, fill just in, like, fill in, yeah. yeah. Then you're never going to be like, like actually like satisfied. Like no. I feel like that's the ultimate goal, I guess, of every individual. Like if you actually know yourself, yeah. then there's like nothing that you need. Like yeah, exactly. everything's already laid out for you exactly. because you're, you're, um, I don't know feeding yourself, but you're, you're like, nurturing yourself yeah like in that sense like, like you shouldn't have to look elsewhere to feel whole within yeah. yourself yeah like you should be exactly. able to do it yourself yeah and that takes fucking like that can take years to happen mm. I'm, I'm not i guess there yet but i'm still i guess working on it yeah and you can get to a point where you're like fuck i'm like really content here and then yeah life and then, will just throw you the other way oh 100 yeah. percent like Hundred percent. Oh, I've yeah. there's been times in my life where I'm just like, for fuck's sake, it's like I'm just done. Yeah. Like it's just like, can we stop? Like just pause the movie for a second. Yeah. Just let me catch up because it's just it takes it out of you. It really does. What are those times been like? Has it been like when you're because I guess education, I guess, has always been has that always been. That's goal, ever since like I was a, ever since I was a kid. Yeah. I've, I've always been the one in my family. Like I've got 
16 cousins or 15 cousins wow. and I've always been the one in my family that like oh yeah we'll call her like we'll call Sienna to babysit Sienna yeah. can look after kids like I've just always been the one they rely on yeah. and I'm just I'm good with kids like it's just I don't know it just feels like second nature to me like yeah. to teach and like I did a I did a prac when I was in year 10 at a mm. primary school and I just fell in love with it I was like yeah I need to be a teacher and I've been teaching singing since I was 18 so it's like I really yeah. had that experience and I was just like I just need that push so yeah it was always a dream yeah did that ever kind of falter along the way I guess with like any any life challenges that are thrown on you or has that always been the kind of like purpose just always it's always been my thing like there's been road there's been roadblocks but I'm just like no I don't keep going yeah like I just can't like like things can happen like I could fail in uni class or I could just be not motivated and I'm like no I don't keep going Mm. I'm just I'm the kind of person that's like I won't stop I'll go a million miles an hour until I've got it. Like, yeah. I'm never going to slow yeah. down. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's it. That's, like, one thing. Yeah. It's, like, a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, no, I'm always, like, a... 100 miles an hour. I've never – got to learn to slow down and just take it all in. 100%. You're going to trust in, in time, kind of working things out. Mm. Did you – Um, I guess those roadblocks, what have those been over the years to that, that made you kind of slow down or that caught you up a bit? Um – Probably a few like relationship breakdowns. That's yeah. something that's definitely been a thing. I had a really bad breakup. I think it was two years ago now. Mm. And that killed me. Yeah. That was just like hit me from left field, did not see that coming. Like he cheated on me. Uh. And then I think the biggest thing for me was because like he cheated and then the next day he came to my family like uh, birthday lunch. And had the f- and, and he had like and he looked, like, upset and I knew that he had a lot going on and I was like, oh, I'm like, no, no, like, he's just upset about what's going on in his life. Little did I know. Mm. It's ticking over his brain. He's like, yeah, that was someone last night. And I was like, oh. And then we broke – and then I remember we broke up that night and I was just like, something's up. And then a week later he told me. Wow. And I was like, oh. Fuck me. But, like, yeah, he'd met up with my mum for, like, coffee and, like, to apologise and everything. And he just wouldn't talk to me. But then, yeah. like, a week later, turns up to my family's business and I'm like, so it was someone. I was like, <laughs> I was like what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, wait, when we were together or, like, since we've broken up? He's like, no, when we were together. And I was like, holy shit. And, like, I knew the girl too. So it was oh just, like, God. a whole, like, it was a whole thing. And yeah. I was just like, fucking hell. Like, I'm sitting there feeling bad for you because you've got so much shit yeah. going on. Yeah, you're the one. And you're the one that's done this. And I'm like. And I, yeah, that broke me. I was so oh, in love with that boy. I, really? That broke me. Absolutely broke me. Man. And that was in the first lockdown we had. Oh, that was really? during the first lockdown. That would be even worse because then so, you would have been. Oh, I just went, so. I spiraled after yeah. that. I was well, spiraled. Man, what happened after that? Like, how, how long did it kind of take for you to get back on your feet? Because um, it takes a bit with any relationship. So we broke up in June, and I think I didn't start. Getting back on my feet till about December. Wow. That's like six, five, six months. Yeah. Fuck me. And what was, what was, I guess, happening during that time? Like, was it? Just like. Like a lack of self-care or is it? Oh, I just, I just slowly started like, I slowly started getting into drugs at that time. And then it just blew up. Mm. Like I was like every Friday, Saturday night, I'd have like, three four bags or something stupid like that and i'd be like sitting there couldn't open my eyes couldn't talk i'd just be 
fucked off my head. Mm. And I just thought, like, this is the only way. Like, Dad had just got a new girlfriend, so he was up at her house. So I was home alone and I'd invite friends over and we'd just get fucked up. Mm. Um, And I just, like, had no care in the world. Mm. I wasn't going to give a shit. Like, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't – I was just doing cocaine and just getting absolutely fucked up. Because I thought that was the only thing. I I was just like, fuck it. Like, who cares? I've got nothing else to going for me. Yeah. So like I'd be doing that and then I'd sleep all day Monday and have to catch up on uni and like yeah. and I wasn't working at the time because there was nothing open. So I was like, fuck it. Like let's just, just get fucked up. Wow. And it, yeah. It wasn't until I think it was like close to my birthday in September that some people st- like my family started realizing she's like they're like, oh shit, like she's not good. Yeah, she's gone. And I was it. just like I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. But, like, <laughs> I, like, look back and, like, there's videos of me and I'll be, like, sitting at the table, like, can't keep my eyes open, trying to, like, roll a note. And I'm, like, my head's down. Really? Like, it was fucked. It was so bad. Holy shit. It was so bad. Did you, um, I mean, I guess do you, do you regret that time or was it something that you look back and be like, that was actually essential for me to be where I'm at now? Um, I look back at it now and I think that was that was me coping. Yeah. And I think if I hadn't have coped in that way, I don't know which way I would have coped in. Mm. Like, I don't know if I would have self-harmed, if I would have tried other things. Like, I think that was my way of coping. And I'm like, okay, it's not the greatest way, Mm. but it was my brain trying to, like, go through the emotions Mm. and just block it out. Yeah. I just did that and I was like, that's fine. We'll just do that. That was like an inherent, like, subconscious thing you did to escape everything else like was it like i guess you would have been like living for the weekend in a sense kind of oh i just still positive things during the week to um it was just sort of like get through the week and then yeah just get fucked up and then come sunday couldn't sleep up all day monday asleep like it just just it was just like a constant cycle yeah and i didn't think I, i never realized how much I was actually doing until I would do like my washing for the week yeah. and all the packets would be in like the bottom of the washing machine uh, and I'd like have them and I'd be like, oh shit. I'm like, there's like 12 here. There's like this many. I'm like, that's far. Yeah. And yeah, it just wow. was like a very like weird time. It wasn't a dark time. It was a weird time. Cause I was like, okay. some people like cope, like eating or over exercising and stuff mm. like that. And I think cause I was, had gone from in this bubble of like, I'm in love, I love this man, mm. to he's walked out and I can never get him back. Yeah. I need something to like, I needed a filler. Yeah, you needed a filler. Thing. Yeah. And that was the closest thing. That was the first thing that I thought of because yeah. at the time I was new to the scene of drugs. Like I was a very late bloomer with drinking and drugs. Yeah. So I definitely, that was like my first thing that I did. I was just like, oh, it's just fine. Straight into it. Let's just do it. And then, mm. but I just remember like, I just remember always like being awake and the sun would be coming up on the Sunday morning and like my anxiety would just kick in and I'd just feel like shit the whole week and then I'd just re-top up. Like it was like it was never – I'd never stop. Yeah. Never, you never had a crash and realised, okay, this is – well, like you probably did. I had many crash, crashes, but, yeah. but I just – But you just kind of like, kept, well, kept that same nice. cycle. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess it will, oh, through the week you get through it and then you're back mm. into it again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. You um, is it something that because you said like I guess it was just the first like coping mechanism with it was mm. it something I know a mate of mine I guess used to get after a breakup um he got like 
like fucked up on the weekend and he wanted to just because he wanted to guess show this other person that he was like happy and yeah. he was doing fine. Was that partly or was it just kind of like your own coping mechanism? Because um, I know that like I if, yeah. think for me I was like I want to show him like because when we were together he would always go out with his friends like I would never go out so I felt mm. like I needed to prove that I was fun yeah. and then afterwards I was like yeah I'm so much fun now Yeah. but he's like you're like a lost cause like you're just not good mm. but it's only like now like I remember I think it was like the first year after we broke up I'd see him and I could not look at him like I just wanted to cry I just wanted to die like I was just like I don't want to look at him and like there was and then if I was on a night out and I was on something and I'd run into it all I wanted to do was hit him because I just felt like so angry yeah and now but now like I ran into him like the other week and he like pushed me he's like oh you look good and I'm like yeah cool thanks I know like I'm yeah, back. Like, I can, I I can look at him now and not feel like I want to cry or hit him. Yeah. Because I'm just like, holy shit, like, why did I cry over something? And, like, I'll make, like, he's got a new girl now and I'll yeah. make jokes about it. And I'm like, well, you better not do to her what you did to me. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not planning on it. And I'm like, well, you didn't plan on cheating on me, but you did it anyway. Like, I <laughs> yeah, just fuck, like. Talk your shit. Talk I know. Shit, I just honestly. think, oh, fuck, I talk too much shit. Honestly. <laughs> but I think. Yeah, like, I've gotten to a point now, like, I can see him and, like, he's friends with my cousins too. So, like, yeah. my cousin's always out and then if she's out, he's out. And I'm like, oh, hey. And he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, how you going? And he, like, tries to talk to me. And I'm like, hey, hey, cool. And I, really, and I actually had this conversation. I'm just trying to be nice. Like, yeah, I've gotten to that point, which is a good point. But drugs was definitely, like, I think I needed to get through that addiction to get to where I am now. Like, yeah. to be able to, like know that that's not what I need in my life. Yeah, that's that's, that's powerful. That's yeah. huge. Like I needed, yeah, I needed that that little rough patch to understand that that wasn't going to be what I needed, like what I needed to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. To cope. Yeah. And then like after that, um, yeah, I had a few surgeries to tweak myself and then I just went to the gym and was just smashing out the gym just found, fell in love with that yeah. and then worked on myself, felt really good. And then once I felt good, then I was like, oh, I'm, my shit doesn't stink like I'm the best person in the world. And then it slowly started to go down because I was like, oh, I'm so hot now. Like, he doesn't, it doesn't matter. Mm. I can find someone better. Mm. And then I was attracting the wrong people. Right, okay, yeah. And then it was just like a cycle and I'm like, oh, people want to party with me so let's go get fucked up. And then yeah. it slowly started again, but it right. wasn't as bad. But as soon as I started getting back into that, oh, yeah, people want to hang out with me because I'm hot now, that's when I slowly started creeping back into my old ways. And oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, no, I can't do this again. Yeah. Like, it's something I definitely, yeah. So I think. like validation, I guess, or. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess, think because yeah. I had people that, like, knew that we'd broken up mm. and then they'd be like, oh, you look good. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Fuck and I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like. I was like, fuck yeah, you go tell him that. And, like, I was wanting to rub it in his face. Yeah, okay, yeah. But, like, he didn't give a shit. Yeah. So, like, it's ta- and now I look at it and I'm like, I don't care. Like, yeah. you can care, you can not care, I don't really care. Yeah. Like, it's just, I'm in my own world. Doing your own thing. Yeah. 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 Um, it's good that eventually that power that he had over you kind mm. of faded because you were paying more attention to yourself, I guess, yeah. like, over time. Yeah. Like, did it, how, and how long, I guess, with the addiction did it take? Because, like, that first, normally, like, the first month, I guess, is, like, the tough period to get over it. 
Or has it been like something that you just kind of like gotten better with over time, just like done less over time? Which yeah. is fine, which is honestly. I mean, I, I definitely don't do it as much as I used to. Yeah, that's huge. Um, it's great. But I think when I first, when it first happened, my mum, like I just had my, my mum just had my little brother, so he's three now. Right, yeah. Um, and like he would see me and I'd be like on the couch, like feeling like dead. Yeah. And he'd like want to play and I had no energy to play. And then my mum was sort of like, yeah, you're not good. And then I was kind of like, I need to clean myself up. Mm. So I just went cold turkey and just gave it all up. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember there being a hard time because when I went cold turkey, I also cut off the people that were um, like telling kind of, me to do it. Yeah, they were kind of. Like the people that were like allowing me to do it, yeah. I'd cut off. So that's good. That's the environment that you were around. Yeah. That. Like yeah. they were all in their party phase. They wanted to get fucked up. Like yeah. that was like the, the group of people I was with. So now that. Yeah, so then I removed myself from the environment and the situation and then I just sort of went cold turkey and just got through it. And, like, there'll be times where I go out now and my friends will have it and, like, there's no desire for me anymore. Yeah. Like, I can see my friends do a line. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. But, like, I have no desire to, oh, fuck, yeah, let's get back for the weekend. We're going to this event. Let's go get this. Let's go. Like, yeah. I have no desire. You just want to like, go. I'm just like, okay, it's cool. Like, yeah. I'll just go. Like, I mean, there's be, there'll be times where I'm like, oh, like, it'd be nice. Yeah. But I don't need it. Yeah. Because I know that once I start, it takes me a while to stop. Yeah, it would be. And that's be, one thing for me that. Like a, I guess it'd be interesting. Yeah. Just like, yeah. That's yeah. one thing that I definitely like. Yeah, once I start, I just get a bit like, it gets addictive. It like hits and I'm like, fuck, mm. I need more. But I'm like, I don't actually need it. Yeah. So, no. Yes. Um, And like. I think, um, or even I guess with my own, I'll talk about my own mm. addiction. It was actually with pornography, and oh. I am yeah, it's a fucking, in, it's a insanely uh, horrible thing. Like once you do it, mm. it kind of crushes all your like your dopamine receptor receptors mm. for like a couple of days. I didn't realize that, um, and then for the first, I guess for the first month for me, it was fucking horrible. Like it it was so hard to like get past that mm. and you were talking about the environment you know yeah. like the, the, the friends that you were with the toxic people there's a book i'm reading um which I, I definitely recommend even just in general it's um atomic habits talking about oh yeah how I to, yeah how to like i guess break bad habits and yeah. good ones and there's a specific um, power to changing the environment in which you're operating in yeah and so that's huge like you took a, you weren't with those people who, yeah i guess um encouraged that like sort of behavior yeah and then out of that you're like oh well i realized that probably wasn't like the best best environment for me to be so, yeah yeah that's huge it, yeah it took a while but yeah that's the thing like the enablers that you have yeah. around you and, like, I think, like, when you first break that addiction, it's the FOMO. Yeah. Like, that fear of, like, you're missing out on something. But yeah. you know deep down you're not missing out on anything. Yeah. Like, it's it's literally nothing. It's like the it's same worthless. cycle. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, you can sit there and go, fuck, like, I'm missing out on something. You're like, but deep down your subconscious is like, you're fucking not. Yeah. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing there. Like, yeah. it's going to feel a void of nothing. So, yeah, yeah it took... 
but now I'm like definitely a lot more like I've got a great group of friends now like I've only got like three best friends and I like quality over quantity always oh yeah and like the friends that I have now like I'm so grateful that they've came into my life when they did like my best friend she came into my life right as I had finished like my gym challenge and I was like the best version of myself Mm. and she met me then and just instantly like we just clicked and like she's been my best friend ever since like we talk every day like she she's always the kind of person that like like we can go on a night out and we can be spontaneous and we can be have fun, but we don't need to get fucked up to have fun. Yeah, it's just genuine. Like we yeah. can go out for like a couple drinks and act like act like, act like absolute dickheads <laughs> and not give a shit. Yeah. Like we're two of the most stupid people ever. Like we're just oh she's she's a cracker. That's but, natural though. That's but it's so good though. Natural, yeah. Like it's so nice. Like I love like the thing I love about our friendship is that I don't have to plan anything. Like I could call her on a Saturday afternoon and be like, look, I've got the night off, you've got the night off. Let's go get dinner. And then, like, mm-hmm. I remember the other week, she's like, let's just have a quiet night. We'll go for dinner. Right? And I was like, okay. So we came back here and had some dinner. And then she's like, fuck, I really want to go to the city. And I was like, I've never been out in the city. So we literally got dressed, got on the train and went to the city and it was so much fun. Yeah. Like, we just, it's just spontaneous. And yeah. We weren't drunk. We weren't fucked up. We didn't need a bag. Like, yeah. it's just, and that's, like, what it's nice to, like, be around the people. Like, these and also, like, my relationship with my mom yeah. is one thing that has definitely grown since my breakdown yeah because I definitely feel like she was so it's like she's always worried about me but like mm. that time I feel bad for putting her through that situation yeah but now I look at it and I'm like I'm so grateful that I have a relationship with my mom because my mom's a fucking legend like I yeah. fucking love her mm. um and she like got me through it mm. just by she didn't like was like I went through therapy and I did all that but she was just there yeah. Like, you didn't always have to talk to her. I didn't have to, like, vent to her, but she was just there. Yeah. So it was like I always had that backbone built helping me through it, which is good. Yeah, that's huge. Mm. It's, I mean, like, I guess coming out of um, my own shit time with, with mates in high school, mm. well, I guess realising that I wasn't valued as much. I have that two best friends in one group, and then I guess in another group there's, like, another, like, couple of best friends. Mm. Quality of economy is like yeah, definitely like, like everything. Like the who you who you surround is like, and I've seen like with your mates, they actually make you feel good about yourself. Like they don't um, make comments to like bring you down. No, like, it's just genuinely like I care for you. Let's have yeah. a good time. And see, there's a thing like with me, like the whole single thing, and yeah. my friends always feeling bad when like my friends got a partner. But when we hang out, it's not like I'm third wheeling. Yeah, that's huge. It's like yeah. we're just three mates. Yeah. Like we can always do that and that's what I love about it. Yeah. Like we've got tickets. We're going to this footy festival next week. Yeah. And she's like, and it's like, oh, yeah, I bought tickets. She bought tickets. He bought tickets. We're all going together. Like it's not like, oh, it's the end coming with us. It's like, yeah. no, we're just going. We're going like it's just, it's all we like, well, it'd be a Sunday and I'll be like, let's go to the pub and watch the footy. Mm. And she'll be like, oh, Dave's coming. I'm like, yeah, sweet, done. Like it's mm. just how we are. Like it's. We're just three mates. Yeah. But that's great. That's the nice, like, it's a nice feeling. Like, I did have friends recently that were, like, every time we go out or they make, like, little comments, like, oh, so who are you talking to now? Which boy is this? And I'm, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, just let me do. Like, I don't think anyone else, like, I don't think anyone that is in a relationship in your 20s understands how fucking hard the dating world is mm. for, twi- like, for people at the moment. Yeah. It's fucked. Yeah. No guy wants to date. Everyone wants someone that's there. 
to sleep with and then fuck off. Like, yeah. like I just ended things, like I was seeing, I, I don't even know if I was seeing someone. Yeah. I, I had a thing with this guy and then we had a bit of a mishap um, and we stopped talking. But it was like, but then he like, he took it a lot harder than I thought he was going to take it. Uh, right, yeah. And I'm like, hold on, you're the one that said you didn't want to be with me. So why are you acting like I've just broken your heart? Like mm-hmm. I just, just, it's just, it. Like, guys I, do not know what they want at this stage. But that's stage. the thing, Definitely like, not. like <laughs> I had, like there's, like there's been guys that I talked to and I'm like, oh, I really want to date them. Like, well, I only want to date to marry. And it's like, we're 20. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking, like that's something a girl would say. Mm. But I think, I think this year I've always said, like, I'm not looking to date someone to see where it goes in 10 years. I'm dating to feel what I feel now. Yeah, like yeah. If I love, like, if I'm in love in the moment and I'm loving life at the moment, I want to, like, lap that up as much as I can. I don't want to think about, oh, in 10 years we might be together. We might yeah, not yeah. be together. We might have to keep, like, I don't want to think about that shit. Yeah. I want to think about if I like you now and things are good now, I just want to, like, soak that all up. I don't want to think about the future. Yeah. And that's one thing that I think boys are always like, oh, I can't break a girl's heart. I can't. I've got to marry them. I've got to date them. Oh, it's like, fucking hell. Like, I'm not asking you to, like, first date, take them on the first date, second date, engage, third date, we're talking yeah. about where we're going to raise our kids. Like, I don't. It's not so linear. Like, it's, it's not, not so. Um, like, people make it out. Strict. People yeah. make it out like it's this big bad world. And it's yeah. like, fuck, just date someone if you like them. If you don't, see you later. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. Like, that's one thing I hate, like, about it. It's just everyone makes it such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if it feels good in the moment, why waste it? Yeah. And do you, do you feel like there's pressure to or to to be dating at this age and be, like, to be locked down for the future? Because I feel like certain people could put, could put pressure or even societal pressures to be like, oh, you need to be dating someone by this age and need to be in an apartment by this age and all this yeah, shit. Yeah, I think kind of there is a few people, Yeah, like, at my age that are now getting engaged, buying houses and all of that stuff. I know. 23. Fuck, I know. <laughs> I, like, see it and I'm like, fuck me, dude. I'm good. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. But, like, and, like, people Different have parts. babies and stuff and I'm like, I'm like, that's good for you, but, like, yeah. Like, I don't want to be engaged. Like, we're different, on different paths, man. Don't don't need to be conditioned into No, but like there's so like I see yeah. so many people getting engaged and like I look at it at first and I'm like, oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> then I'm like, I'm 23. Yeah. Like it was only five years ago that I turned 18 and I'd like left school. Like it's not that long ago. Yeah. Like I'm still a child. Still figuring um, things out. Yeah. So yeah, like it's it's definitely a weird world at the moment. Like you're at that age where like Either people are getting married, engaged, buying houses, having babies. Mm. Like my mum just had another baby. Right, so yeah. I've got a three-month-old sister and and a few people from high school are like, oh, my God, you finally had a baby. And I'm like, no, no. not my kid. <laughs> not I'm my... not there yet. I'm so not there. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I just I'm Finally, so... you're 23. I know. I that's know. so funny. I know, but it's just like, and so people are like, oh my God, like you've had a baby. I'm like, that's my sister. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, yes, there's 23 years between us. Yeah. I get that. But yeah, no, I'm just, I'm not so not there yet. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just loving, I'm just lo- like, I love, like, I'll get, I'll get up, go to the gym, go to work, come home, cook dinner, watch TV, go to bed. Like, I haven't got any responsibilities. Yeah. Besides keeping myself alive. Yeah. And that's all that matters to me at the moment. Like, I don't need a baby. Yeah. 
Like I look at babies and I'm so cute and but you can give them back. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I love about my job as well. Like they say heaps of babies and kids and I'm like, I love hanging out with them all day. And then mum comes because I'm like, hey, bye. Yeah, so yeah, like, I don't do really yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like everyone's different, but I just think yeah. some yeah, it's a very weird world. Like either yeah. no one wants to date you, they want friends with benefits, or they're engaged and buying houses. Like it's it's like mm. there's no middle. Yeah. No one's like people say they're out there looking, but no one's looking for anything serious. Yeah. But I think, and I think, yeah, like the the few lockdowns that we've had, I think that for me personally, that really shook my dating life because I'm a um, and I am an extrovert. Yeah. Um, and going out and being social is probably one of the biggest things that makes me thrive and like meeting people. Like I mean, you've seen me at uni. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty. Like I walk into a classroom, I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" I don't care. And like, I think going through those two lockdowns, it definitely took me like the first. Like I think the first month of the lockdown we had last year really shook me. Yeah. Because I was like, "Fuck!" All my friends are living with their block partners. Mm. Our like family business is like going it like it's just a shit show at the moment. Yeah. And I'm like, I've got no one. What the mm. fuck am I gonna do? And then I slowly started, like, getting – like, I think lockdown helped me find my relationship with myself again. That's good. Yeah. And, like, bringing yeah. it in. Yeah. So I think that, like, slowly started to build my introvert side and, like, pull the extrovert back a little bit. Yeah. Which was good, which I really – like, I loved I fucking love lockdown. I love yeah. it. I look back at it now and I'm like, oh, my God, I loved it. Like, getting up every day, seeing my friends, going for a coffee, going for a walk, going home, spending time with my family. Mm like going to work, like just doing things that I knew were feeding my soul correctly. Yeah. And they weren't like making me feel like shit. Yeah. I didn't even drink the whole of lockdown. I think I drank like twice because my birthday was in lockdown. Um, That's good. But Because, I mean, you didn't, you didn't feel the need to, I guess. No. Or, like you were just like, I'm just doing But I was kind of like, like, like my mum was pregnant. I had a three-year-old brother, a 14-year-old sister, and my stepdad, he barely drinks. And I was like, I'm not going to sit in my room and drink by myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. like, I think I, I, I did a Zoom call one night with my friends and they were drinking with their partners and I'm sitting in bed with like this long neck of like margaritas and my mom talked to you and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, nothing. And like I had this look and I was just, I just look like the biggest elbow, but like yeah. it's just funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I loved lockdown because it just made me realise that like I'm I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah. Like from everything that I've been through in life, like I'm slowly getting there. Fuck yeah. I, um, yeah. I spoke or hadn't someone interview me on the Southern Shire radio and we, and she asked me, we were talking about the effect of lockdown on, on like the youth. Mm. And like, yeah, I think it's been fucking horrible. Yeah. I've heard some horror stories, but I think it's actually forced us to be more independently um, happy or yeah. like content. Like, um, like learning to be okay just in the room that you're in. Yeah. It's like fucking huge, like learning to exercise at home and like making food yourself. And yeah. Like, um, you know, having your own source of entertainment. Yeah. There's a, um, even like my mentor that I, I'm seeing, I'm still seeing, he was talking to me about there's like six, there's honestly six areas that you need to follow or that you need to nurture in your life. And it's your digestive system, cardiovascular, cardiovascular, <laughs> uh, respiratory system, yeah. endocrine. Oh my God, I'm forgetting the other ones. Um, basically six systems that you work on because as you change yourself inside, you see the world, you see the world externally yeah. in a different, in a different light. And that's what I can definitely see with you. The more that you've learned to work on yourself and yeah. actually do what feels good in relationships 
and yeah. like with exercise and like and like smashing it at the gym, mm. as you learn to work on these areas, you're like these external problems aren't as bad as they seem, or they I just you know weren't looking at them the right way because internally I was you know deficient in this area, yeah, or I was deficient Definitely. in that area, like yeah, like do you um do you see like, because I know you're a, as you said before, like you're always looking to kind of just get better and, 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 and like get to that next level with like your teaching and, and eventually get to that point where you're like a fucking killer teacher, right? Yeah. Is it something where you're constantly looking like to improve, but you understand because you're always working like 100 miles an hour? Is, is it hard to kind of reel yourself back in if you're always trying to work on oh, stuff? Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. like for me, like, like I'm just like one thing that my like my nan and I and my mom and I have always talked about is that I'm always in fight or flight mode. Yeah. I'm never like out of it. Yeah. I'm either fighting to keep up with my life, mm. fighting to keep myself awake because right. I'm always tired. Yeah. Okay. Or I'm just, like I'm never like I never slow down. Yeah. And I think like in lockdown I did, and then it was good, and then we started slowly getting out. I remember first. Like, my first night out after lockdown, I felt like a shy little girl. I was like, oh, my God, just people like to say hi to people. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. like, I had to, like, like, I mean, I am, like, I can, I'm, yeah, I can talk to people. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, getting to know someone or, like, meeting someone, I'm like, holy shit, like, I'm very scared. Mm. Like, I can talk, like, I can meet a random stranger in the night out and have a great conversation and then, like, yeah. feel really good. CQ boy in a night out. Well, no. No. I'm like. <laughs> All social mm. skills. And I'm like, you know, like, hi. And I'm like. Mm. <laughs> but, like, my thing is when I do that, my fight mode is being sassy. Yeah, which okay. is a nickname that I earned in high school. Um, yeah. Like, everyone just called me the sass. Like, it just, it's stuff. Yeah. And yeah. everyone thinks I'm, like, everyone thinks I'm an arsehole all the time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm actually not. I'm actually yeah, a nice no. person. Um. But when I get uncomfortable, I get really sassy. Fair enough. So, Fair like, enough. a cute guy can be like, oh, you look good. I'm like, yeah, thanks, I know. And I'm like. <laughs> Who am I? I'm like, thank you. Like, why can't I just be normal? But, like, that's one thing. Like, I've uh, always, like, like when I get nervous, when I get scared, I get sassy. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, like, nah. Yeah. And then guys are like, oh, you're a bit up yourself. I'm actually not. I'm actually but, really cool. Yeah. But. Because it could come off that way, but also I think like I think it's fucking sick if a guy's or even myself. I love when someone's big upping themselves. We talk down ourselves so fucking much. No, like, I know. You be like, yeah, thanks. I know. But see, there's Thank been like even times like yeah. I'm getting to know someone. And they're like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm a teacher and I teach singing and I work with special needs kids and I and I do like these fundraisers and I do this and I do yeah, that yeah, yeah. and like I'm like sitting there and I'm like. I'm like, oh, they're gonna think I'm so fucking up myself with like, yeah, talking no. back. But it's yeah. like, like you should be backing yourself. Like you should yeah. be talking the good things about yourself. Yeah. Like I'm you not gonna, I'm not gonna sit there in a conversation and be like, oh yeah, I had a drug addiction for six months because yeah. a little boy broke my heart. Like, <laughs> no, like you can like, like I've done so much in my life and I'm like, I can talk about it. Yeah. I, I shouldn't feel like, like a few weeks ago, um, El Sol was closing down and I've yeah. never sung there and I'm like. I was like, oh, my God, that's my biggest dream. And yeah. there was a band there, and I went up to them, and I was like, I want to sing with you guys. Like, closing out, I want to sing with you guys. And yeah. they got me up there, and um, it was the 
Professor Groove and the Booty Affair. So like touch That's sensitive. A sick name. So touch sensitive was in the band. Yeah. And uh, they got my number and they're like, next time we're recording, we're gonna get you on the CD and like we're gonna get you the yeah. track. And I was like, oh shit, yeah. And I'm like, I did that because I put myself out there and yeah. the whole night. Everyone was like, you fucking sang. And I was like, fuck, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking got up there and sang and like I was. It took me a while and some people were like, oh cool, you sang. And I'm like, but like I've never sung in that situation, like in that, that environment. So yeah. I was like, this is kind of sick. Like yeah. I was lapping it up, sort of thing. Like at the time. Um, but yeah, like I think the biggest thing you gotta do is just like, like no one can sit there and go, oh, like you're talking so much about yourself. Cause like I think the shit that we've been through the past two years, like talk about the good shit you've done, like you've been yeah. through. Like what, what does everyone hear? Oh, in lockdown, like you fucking learned how to make banana bread. Good on you. Yeah. Talk about it. Fuck yeah. Like, Own that. Like exactly. Like why oh, you did yeah. pain and sips on Zoom or learn to do yoga like just talk about the shit that you've done like the past two years in like especially for like people in their 20s and like late teens it's been robbed from us it's yeah. been robbed from our social lives it's been robbed like we've been robbed of social lives we've been robbed from getting to meet people getting yeah, to know people like yeah. people have had to learn how to talk on social media again yeah and like that's so frightening because you're sitting there like because like i remember like meeting people on tinder when we were in lockdown and I'm like, oh my god, what if they like think I'm a weirdo and they're screenshotting these messages and sending them to their friends? Mm. And I'm just like, oh yeah, like, and I was like, oh, actually, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Because like, I mean, everyone knows everyone in the shire. So yeah. I was like, oh no, she's actually a cool chick. Like, if they saw it, sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I think the past years have been robbed from us, and that's one thing that I think now is the time for us to just get out there, like, and just live in the moment. Like, if we want to be with someone, be, be with someone. Yeah. If we want to get a new job, get a new job. If yeah. you want to move out, move out. Like. If you want to do shit, just fucking do it. Yeah. Like the past two years, we've just been in a bubble of trying to find ourselves. Now's the time to just do it. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like that's one thing that. that I'm definitely working on this year is like just fucking do it. Yeah. Just get it done. Yeah. I wish I was sponsored by Nike so I could put that on. But. <laughs> <laughs> I think my yeah, trainer, my trainer says that, but like, just fucking get it done. I'm like, okay, I'll get it done. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just get it done. Yeah. Just do it and just get it done. Because there's too much. I love that, and I, I'm gonna fucking clip this because this is. Really <laughs> um, fuck yeah! Because um, there's so much that you get held back from. I guess societal pressures and also yourself. But man, it feels so good to just genuinely be living for yourself. And yeah. Genuinely be feeling yourself like every single day. Yeah. And yeah, it's fucking. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. You mentioned, and also I guess with with being proud of what you're doing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So much of us, so many of us, um, so many at the youth committed suicide over these past couple of years. Yes. Let's be proud of the fact that we're still here. Exactly. And like, let's not make their deaths be in vain. No. You know, let's be That's proud of thing, that like, yeah. that, like depression and anxiety is like a massive battle. Like I, I battle with it myself. Like, yeah. Um, and I look back and like I remember like, times like when I was like before I was medicated when I was like really early in high school yeah I just fucking like there would be times where I hated life and I just would like I remember like I'd scream at my mom just because I I just like my head was like you hate yourself but like my body was like why it was just this constant battle and like I just was always like I was so angry at the world and I didn't know why. I was yeah. like, you're 14, so like why do you hate the world so much? Yeah. But it was just my like it was just my head. Yeah. And now that like I think I've been on my meds now for maybe like four or five years now. Yeah. I fucking love it. 
Yeah. I'm never getting off. Yeah. I should eventually, but like no, 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 I no, look no. back, I look back now and I go, like, I don't know how I survived without them. Yeah. Because like I can be in situations and if like when I was like I like I could be having a conversation with someone and they'd be having a go at me and like I would instantly like get enraged and just fight back. Yeah. Like that was always me. But now that I'm like I know how my head is working, mm. it's like someone could be I'm like, okay, cool, I understand where you're coming from. Like yeah. I can process it better. Yeah. So like I'm not always aggressive, which is like a really nice feeling. Yeah. But yeah, I think never like I think with all the past two years, like our heads, our hearts, everything has been jumbled. Yeah. And I think good on you for getting through it. Cause like yeah. I mean we've all with everyone's got their own personal battle with depression. You're probably depressed about how you look, how you talk, how you act, mm. how you do anything in life. But you've really got to just look at yourself and go, you fucking, like, take it a day at a time, take yeah. it a month at a time. Like, you just got to do it. And see, yeah. I'm saying all the advice that my mom and my nan give to me that I yeah. don't take. Yeah. But, like, you just got to just slowly get through it and, yeah. like, talk and, like, there's so many outlets, like therapy. I fucking love therapy. Yeah, therapy's amazing. I fucking love it. It's uh, like, liberating. It's just nice, like, you're sitting there and you're just talking. Like, you yeah. don't have to hold anything back. You don't have to censor anything. You can mm. just talk freely. And the person, they're just listening. They're not sitting there, they're not judging. They're just yeah. listening. And that's just, like, the nicest feeling to, like, be able to just vent. Yeah. And not feel like you're going to get a reaction back. Yeah. Like, it's just. It's very nice. It's exactly what we, you were saying about getting right with yourself internally mm-hmm. because that's that improves how you respond to external yeah. things. Um, I want to talk about the fundraising. Yes. Like fundraising movement, you're a breast cancer like yes. awareness activist. Yes. And it's I don't not not the word hereditary, but it's like it's part it's in your genes, I guess. Yeah, so have, yeah. so we've got I can't remember what it's called, but there's like the BRCA gene and then there's like another gene. Yeah. And it's very common in my family, my female side of the family. Mm. Um, and like ovarian cancer is as well. And yes. so wow. my grandmother's sister, my great auntie, she had breast cancer and she fought it. Um, and growing up, I knew a few, like a few high, primary school friends, their moms had it. And I've seen a lot of people around me, like my dad's ex girlfriend had it. Um, and I've seen like a lot of people around had it and I've always, it's always been a thing because I'm like, you're a girl, like, like girls have told like breasts are pretty much your, what makes you a female sort of thing. Hmm. And it's one thing that I'm like, like, I think women that have to go through mastectomies and stuff, like it's a big deal because it's like, it's taking, it feels like it's taking away your womanhood. And so I think I'm always like, I just want to like liberate women. Like I fucking, like I just... I'm just always the kind of person, like, if there's a way that I can help, I'm going to help. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do my thing. That's the and I think I started it in the first lockdown. So I do, like, a, it's called Girls Go Pink, my yeah. little campaign fundraiser thing. Yeah. Um, and I did the first one online. I did a Zoom trivia night, which was awesome. I think I was, like, six grand that first year. Yeah. And then right. last year I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go for it and just have, like, a proper full benefit day. Yeah. Um, we raised, like, 12 grand I think it was so I've doubled it um but like the leader came and did an article like yeah I got a letter from Scott Morrison that was full left I was like my dad's like oh you got a letter from parliament I was like the fuck do I have a letter from parliament <laughs> yeah. for 
When I was reading it in the past, yeah, Mark Speakman brought it up in Parliament that I did it. And I was Yo. like, I was like, fuck, okay. That's amazing. I didn't think, like, I was like, oh, I'm like, a, like everyone knows me. Like, my parents have a cafe in Vanilla. Everyone knows me from that. People knew me from school. I had, like, a lot of mutual friends. And so I was just like, oh, okay, I'm just a nobody. <laughs> but I don't actually realise how many people actually fucking know me. Yeah, that's huge. Because I was just like, oh. But, like, I just, it was, like, the best day ever. Yeah. Like I had, like I made a speech. A few, I had a few like women come and do speeches. Um, I had a few guests of honor. Mm. So I had my dad's ex girlfriend who I'm very close with still. She had breast cancer, and I invited her as my guest of honor. Um, I had a few other ladies who were survivors. I had a lady that was in remission from it. Mm. Um, I think she's at twelve months now, so I'm very proud of her. Yeah. Um, but it was just like being surrounded by like my mum was there, my grandmother was there, all her friends were there, mm. my best friends were there. Like, just being around so many people, like, I think we had, like, ended up having, like, 45, 50 sponsors for the day. That's amazing. And, like, we had a silent auction and it was just, like, this, It like, from, like, a little trivia night with, like, 20 people to 150 women in a room with, like, all these sponsors and, like, all this different thing. It was absolutely insane. Like, I had, like, Populism and sponsored me, PE Nation. I had um, Elite 11 um like all these big named local brands like everything like it was this massive thing and I was like holy shit like people are actually like backing me on this yeah and I that think that must feel so like that must feel so good to it was it because yeah. I was and I think the biggest thing for me was the fact that I had had this idea and I just ran with it mm. and I was like I'm just gonna do it and like at the time I work we did like a pink day with all my kids at school and like I dyed my hair pink, which I'll probably be doing again this year. Yeah. Um, like it just I don't know, it just I was just like I just think in my twenties, like you can get breast cancer in your twenties. Mm. It doesn't matter what age you are, you can find the gene, you can it you can find something. But like also I think the reason why I want to do it at such a young age is what if my mum gets it, what if I get it, what if yeah. my daughters get it, my grandkids get it? I wanna know that I did my part to help fund research so that yeah. I know that I'm looking after my future yeah. and my future generations. Like I might not get it, but my if I have a daughter, she might get it. Mm. And then she's like impacted at the age of 25. Yeah. But I can sit there and go, no, in my 20s, I did what I could to raise money to ensure that my daughter has the best possible like health yeah, and options like or... everything. Yeah, like she's yeah. like, and it's just, and that's like a massive thing for me. Like, like, God forbid, I, I hope I don't get it because I just yeah, don't think, right. and I hope my mom never gets it or my grandmother, like, it's a very big thing. But yeah. I think to be able to do my part now and get younger generations involved and, like, understand that, like, it's not just the older generations that get this, like, we could get this. Yeah. Like, I could go to the doctor and get a checkup and next minute I've got it. Like, yeah. it could happen. It's a, um, it's a bit of, like, a, a looming anxiety, like a cloud, I guess. It's, like, it's it's possible and it's there. Yeah. Like, no matter, like, what age, like, yeah, it's very rare for a young woman, but it could happen. Yeah. And so I think the fact that I can do what I can now and get the connections that I have now with, um, like, Sydney Breast Clinic and, like, all different places now, I can get the connections now to ensure that I know what I'm, like, I've got the full the best place yeah. for, your, for yeah. you and everyone around you. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Um, before we wrap up, one actually, what's the name of the cafe for people to Nala Nala Cafe. Oh, that's yeah, Nala Nala. Yeah. Right, I, mean, right, I go there all the time. What the hell? Yeah, so everyone's like, yeah, Nala Nala girl. Oh, 
love shit, yeah. Yeah, well, shout out Malinala. That's Malinala supporter. Yes. Um, two, let me know if you need a sponsor for, for Girls Go Pink. Yes. Uh, no, I'd, I'd love I'd, to get her out of this. I've slowly started to put into works, but I think I'm going to get a bit cheeky this year and see if some of the boys from my gym will come and do some you know, walk around in pink budgies, sharing hey. champagne. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that didn't even spice to the day. Yeah, the glass yeah, yeah. was fun, and I was like, I just want to make, like, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, who would love a bunch of hot guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if there's any guys out there that feel free to want to jump in pink, pink yeah. budgies, um, I mean, your mum might be there, but she <laughs> 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 should be a good tip. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a memo. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I guess, like, before we wrap up, like, what's the, I mean, you're going on about, like, you know, just doing it, just kind of breaking out of the mind and just getting your body to just do the things that, yeah. that you're inherently wanting to do. But, yeah, what's, I guess, the main, like, main um, advice you want to give to anyone who's in a similar uh, position as yourself or who, like, who was in a similar position mm-hmm. as yourself as, without all the anxieties of life, all the things that get you down all the pressing yeah. times, I guess, what's some sort of advice you can think of? Just know that you're on the right path and you're doing, you're flat, it's going to suck, Yeah. but you're doing, like, you're going there, you're going to get there. And that's yeah. one thing that I've, like, like I've, I've still got my own personal battles at the moment, but I think you just got to understand that if you wake up, you get dressed, you go to work, you put a smile on your face and you feel good at the end of the day, you're going somewhere. Yeah. You're not, it's never going to be a standstill. Yeah. You're never, always you, moving forward. you're always moving forward. Like people can say, yeah, two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. But I don't think it's like that. I think it's more, there is a possible, like you're on your way, just take it a day. Like all you're going to do is just get up. Yeah. Just get up and just get it done. Let's go. Yeah. And even even the shit times, they're all part of the path. They're exactly. All, they're all part of the process. Exactly. They're actually, you learn from them. Probably. Oh, biggest lessons in life. Biggest, biggest lessons. lessons. Yeah. yeah. Shit times, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. No worries. Um, no worries. Thank you for listening, watching. Uh, really appreciate it. And um, yeah, let me know if you want to come on and have a have a chat. As you can see, it's pretty casual. There's nothing yeah, like, we're not, we're not like, I'm not trying to figure you out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying oh, to. Oh, don't worry, you don't want to. Too hard. <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, sweet. Well, um, you guys have a good day. You have a good day. You too. Uh, <laughs> Thank you I gotta me. head to work now. I've got, yeah. I got 13 minutes. I can, I can get there. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, I talk too much. I love it. No, this has been great. So, um, yeah, sweet. Have a good one.